all of that, and then you come to the realization, why am I here? Why does my heart beat? Why has God saved me? Why do I go to church? Why do I read my Bible? Why do I pray? Why do I do anything in life? Why do I function? And it's this right here, so that you and I can bear the name of Jesus.
second half, as he gives his team the benefit of the more quiet evening and primarily in prayer mode. And the fifth half that Jesus gives is that the people weren't waiting for Daniel. They were hearing some noises, but it wasn't reaching their heart. They were seeing some images, but not with the eyes of their heart. They were not getting the word. They were not really grasping the truth that had came through to them. And therefore, forward back to Jesus, the disciples were getting it. They were getting it, but they were not grasping it. Their hearts were open. They just weren't ready for it yet. Their eyes were open. Their ears were listening to Jesus. But generally speaking, they weren't getting it. And so the Lord comes to this point in his ministry. And you guys have been studying the Gospel of Matthew. And you see that up to this point, you know, the Lord has been showing them his glory and his majesty. And he's been so many miracles amongst the amazing messages, but they were rejecting him at first. And so finally the time comes where the Lord does something really different. And he speaks parables to them. And not to conceal the truth from them, but to reveal the truth by way of illustration. Life stories that they would be familiar with that would hit home and would make them instantly believe. And as a side note for you guys, this is kind of maybe not where we should be at, but if your heart is right here today, then you would appreciate straightforward Bible preaching. Exactly, if your heart is right. We're just like, give me the word. I don't want no fluff. I don't want no facts. Give me the word, you know. Give me the meat. If that's a, if you're a mature Christian, that's the way it works. Word of God preached to us so that it would come to our 
death of the Lord in that moment. You really want to say, you know, you, you gave your life, but how's your heart? There's the soil. Dig it up, man. Get the, you know, get the hoe. Use it. Don't just cut it, man. And get there and start working it out so that when the word of God falls into your life, fruit will come. And it'll be so amazing. You don't want to be that diminished statue of mud when somebody gets to know you. You want to put a star by you and say, you did so many years back. Jeremiah 3, and yet through all the years, this has led me, the sister of Judah, has not turned to me with her whole heart, but in pieces. What had happened was the northern kingdom had been judged. The southern kingdom saw it, and they didn't get right. They said they got right, but just here today, and maybe we're involved in the path of departing from Jesus, but God is going to tell you again that you should turn to Him. You will never be satisfied until you turn to Him. You see, we see the heart that's hard. We see the heart that's bare and shallow. We see the shrouded heart definitely says right here, then takes away. It literally means lifts up. It, it means like, you know, you see those little baby clams or green clams, and you kind of get like another stick, and you put the next to it, and you keep raising it. Maybe you're here today, and you haven't been bearing fruit. You know the Lord, and God's just trying to encourage you. First of all, I, I want to help you. I want to do this for you. I want to help you. Everybody who goes through trials grows, but keep your eyes on Him. Stay focused on Him, and that trial won't turn into a temptation. Know that you're in the fire, but you're not alone. Know that God is on the throne doing the work, and everything has to be filtered through His sovereignty. He gives the green light. When He gives the green light, it's for your own interest, your best interest in doing the work in your life. It's not Jesus that you're serving or Israel that you're looking to
and go, you know, you're here today and you think, well, what can I do about my heart? And, and like my lips are still mumbling and things are fizzing, you know. Okay, we need to, you know, you got to examine your heart. You got to find out where you're at. Um, but I think that there's something probably that I learned from the Lord that was really good. And let me just read about it. Number one, connection. Connection. Like Proverbs 4, verse 23 says that if you feed your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. In other words, all of your life.
Bye. 